Welcome to Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. This is the podcast designed to help you lead your life enthusiastically today, tomorrow, and every other day. I am your host, Ron Kaiser, and positive health psychologist and author of the triple award-winning book, Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm. My website is The Mental Health Gym. It's your source of information about all kinds of things related to positive psychology, my own spin on it that I call goal-achieving psychology, wellness, rejuvenating, and lots of other things to help you lead your life in the most positive way and become the best version of yourself. As listeners to the podcast know, typically at this point, I introduce a guest who from his or her own perspective can help us to lead our lives enthusiastically and to become the best versions of ourselves. Now, every once in a while, I do a solo episode, and this seemed like a particularly appropriate time for it, since this is the last podcast episode of the year 2021. Now, every time I think in terms of 2021 coming to an end, you know, I've got mixed emotions, one of which is saying that it can't end fast enough. This hasn't been a great year for many people, probably a little better than 2020 was, but The pandemic is still with us. There's still a lot of divisiveness in the country and in the world. People really have not enjoyed all the comforts and opportunities that they had gotten used to in terms of going out, doing a lot of things that we were able to do pretty carefree for a long, long time. Let's hope that the situation changes. But as I said, it's kind of mixed emotions because in the midst of these challenges, many of us met them, many of us really gained and improved as individuals, as families, and and developed plans to move forward in a more positive way. And in that regard, I've been tremendously happy that I've had a full slate of people to be podcast guests who can help generate that positive momentum. So let me try and do it myself today. Uh, The end of the year is typically the time when people start thinking about New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions are very common to make. Sometimes they take a lot of thought, but very often people don't look back on the year and note whether their resolutions were successful. And if not, you know, what did we do? Did we over project? Did some external factors such as COVID-19 impact on our ability to follow through? Or was it a lack of effort on our part? So I think that it's very important if you can remember what your resolutions are, or if you can remember what your goals for the year were, to be able to take some time to assess it. Now, I don't wanna ask that of you without sharing, you know, some of the things that have been going on in my life, the things that I'm particularly proud of, the things that I 
want to be able to work on, the things where I fell short, and the basis for next year's resolutions, which I'm not formally making today, but giving you some general ideas about. Now, I like to think in terms of following my general principles that growth and development takes place if you're constantly making changes in three main areas or four if you subgroup them. In other words, health and fitness is one area that I generally break into healthy eating and owning your body through things like exercise, meditation, adequate sleep, and so on. Uh, then the other area and other areas, intellectual functioning, and a third is social connections. So let's see how I did this year. First of all, this is a good time for me to be assessing this because only about four days ago, I had my annual physical and I'm very proud to see that I, I did well in a number of areas. For one thing, uh, last year, I was a little dissatisfied with the fact that I'd put on a few pounds, not a lot, but three or four pounds during the adjustment to being home more, dealing with COVID, being in a situation where it was real easy for me to get snacks or not be as disciplined as I thought I was being relative to eating. And so, as I said, I gained three or four pounds. I really committed myself at the time of the last physical, which actually was about 15 months ago, that I'm going to do better. And I'm proud to say that I did. Uh, I weigh 17 pounds less than I did at the time of uh, my previous, my physical of 2020. Some of the things that uh, were beginning to look a little unflattering on me. You know, I, I always had tended to order uh, slim sizes in de depending on how things were cut. And I was finding that, geez, I better not do that because uh, if somebody takes a picture of me from the side, may not look all that slim. So I'm proud to say that that actually worked out well. Uh, also am proud of the fact that I do maintain probably the best cholesterol level of anybody my age who's not taking a statin. So I came in at 124 total cholesterol. And unlike most old folks, I don't take medication for cholesterol or blood pressure. Real proud of that. I generally uh, have kept up my exercise plan of uh, walking for about 45 minutes every day and doing other kinds of exercises with weights or uh, bands or cables or other kinds of resistance exercises about three times during the week. Sleep, uh, generally try and get my six and a half hours, sometimes seven, which keeps me from yawning during the day. I'll talk about what things I do have to change a little bit moving forward, but I'm proud of the fact that in the health and fitness area, I didn't fall short in too much. There are areas that need to be improved. Looking at the intellectual functioning area, I have continued to work at both uh, my job at the Headache Center as well as at the Jefferson Headache Center, as well as creating courses uh, developing Rejuvenating University, keeping up the mental health gym, starting my first course at 
Rejuvenating University and continuing to uh, provide some updates and webinars, uh, planning for some other stuff going down the road. And uh, in addition to this work-related intellectual functioning, I've tried to read a non-work-related book every two weeks. Doesn't always work out that way. And that's an area I may need more discipline. Uh, part of it is the fact that sometimes I pick out thicker books than others. So there's some that are easier to read in two weeks than others. Also, you know, I do have to structure in my reading time and I got to get better at, at absolutely having specific times for it. Before we moved to Center City and I used to commute to work, uh, it was about a half hour in the morning on the train and a half hour uh, going home at night that I pretty much reserved for pleasure reading. And now I need to make sure that's structured in. But for the most part, I, I kept that up and I think I did pretty well with that. I believe those are the, the main things that I set out to do in the intellectual functioning area. Social connectedness is the th third area and it's a very important one as I've pointed out many times. Loneliness, especially as you get older, is really a longevity reducer. So it's real important to maintain those social connections. The research is pretty clear in showing that Loneliness in the older ages is right up there with smoking, obesity, and a sedentary lifestyle in terms of limiting your chances of living to be a ripe old age and, more importantly, a healthy ripe old age. I've been fortunate. I grew up with a group of guys on the north side of Minneapolis who remain close. We're, while we don't see each other the way that we used to, particularly those of us who don't live in Minneapolis anymore, as I don't, living in Philadelphia. But we do stay in touch on a regular basis, and that's been real important to me. I have, in recent years, missed having this kind of an intimate group locally. I've obviously made a lot of friends, and uh, my wife has made more, so that I, you know, as couples, we've uh, developed friendships. But this year I set out to and really uh, got into another group of men my age who meet on a regular basis over Zoom for just to talk, sometimes to get educated. And also there are some subgroups uh, that I've, uh, I've taken part in a couple of them or am a member of a couple of them. One is, deals with movies, one deals with wine. And I've uh, gotten close enough with some of the friends that friends that uh, my wife and I have had meals with them. And, you know, it's it's been fun. And I just feel that I am nobody can guarantee what's going to happen physically or mentally. All we can do is control what we can control. And the odds are very much in our favor that if we're continuing to, continuing to grow and change in those main areas, health and fitness, intellectual functioning, and social involvement, got a lot better chance of avoiding dementia, of not having our bodies give out on us before it's time, and of not being lonely. And we can only take it you know, one year at a time. I've got 
long-term plans, but you know, again, making resolutions and trying to follow through, this gives me a basis for assessing things annually. So looking forward in the future, I, uh, there are some things, as I said, I, I have to work on in the, the health and fitness area, want to get my sleep more regularly. You know, there's every once in a while that I, maybe more than once in a while that I don't get in the six and a half hours of sleep that I think I need. I uh, really want to increase, we, we now know that exercising more than three days a week is better for you than three days a week. And again, while I uh, walk every day, I do want to increase the other kinds of exercises to more like five days a week. I uh, want to continue the maintenance that I have done with respect to weight. Uh, it hasn't been, you know, too magic. I, you know, I try and basically try to eat fairly close to a Mediterranean diet. I intermittent fast between dinner and breakfast. Don't eat anything between those meals and very little if anything, between other meals. And I do weigh myself, on, you know, every day. I know there are some thoughts about, you know, is, is that the right thing to do? And some experts say, don't weigh yourself. I've always found it motivating. So I'm going to continue to do that. So again, that's in the health and fitness area, maintenance of weight. I uh, hope I don't have to come back next year and say that my weight yo-yoed. I don't think it will because it's really part of my lifestyle. There are things that I used to eat like uh, sweet desserts that just don't appeal to me now. When you do exercise regularly, when you lead a healthy lifestyle, some of these other things that you never thought would be not satisfying become unsatisfying. You know, you feel worse after eating a heavy dessert or a heavy meal. In areas where people live particularly long lives, they think in terms of eating till they're 80% full. And I know in some cultures, rather than stopping eating when you say, well, I'm full or I'm stuffed, the appropriate term is I'm no longer hungry, which usually comes at about 80% of the meals. In terms of intellectual functioning, again, I want to be able to move to really reading a, a, a non-work book every two weeks or have a pretty good excuse for not doing so. I want to maybe add a new skill, whether it's a new, well, new skill or uh, learning, whether it's a new language, whether it's a musical instrument. I've played with learning art, but was always too self-critical and uh, may try that again. I'd like to learn something new that isn't work-related. And a big thing is I am going to be transitioning over from uh, my work with the Headache Center to continuing to emphasize uh, the mental health gym and rejuvenating. I've got a lot that I want to get out into the world. I feel that it's tremendously important that we be able to contribute. Those of us who are doing well health-wise and intellectually and creatively and that's, that's a real important thing to me, is to continue to be creative, to offer uh, new learnings and, uh, to others so that more people can learn to live positive, healthy lives. 
and in terms of social connections. I hope that the pandemic will allow more connectedness than doing it over Zoom. And again, while we've gotten out uh, with other couples, we have gotten to a few concerts, we do feel limited. We do feel, you know, it's just not as much fun when you're wearing a mask, even if we're fully vaccinated and boosted and all that. So we hope, number one, that we continue to maintain those friendships and that we can nourish them and hopefully do it on a more face-to-face -face basis and not just face-to-face -face over Zoom. There's one other thing that I want to mention because I think it's very, very important to me. The pandemic has brought me home most days. Uh, one of the things that I really felt committed to, and I know that my wife feels the same, day, same way, is that we want to be able to be each other's best friends. We've always been, and we hope that the closeness that has been enforced upon us is the kind of closeness that we would choose. I, I just am so proud of the fact that we've been able to like each other even more and love each other even more than we did before the pandemic. I am so proud of the fact that we've been able to role model this for the rest of our family and really very proud that our sons and grandchildren really keep us in their lives. We don't take any of this stuff lightly. And I think that's probably a note that I would want to end on. Notice the things that have gone right. Try to improve the ones that haven't, but really take in the good. As my friend and uh, fellow author, uh, who is much more prolific than I am, Rick Hansen, neuropsychologist, uh, he's coined the term taking in the good. Really embed and appreciate the good that permeates your life. And let's hope that the year 2022 will have even more good for us to take in. On that note, I'm going to say that this is going to be it as far as podcasts for 2021. I'm going to take off uh, two weeks, the last week of this year, the first week of next year in terms of posting podcasts. But we've got a terrific lineup for 2022. And I am so glad to have shared this time with you. Continue to do that. But please, let's keep in mind the message of the podcast. Set some goals, whether you call them resolutions or goals or whatever. Be a better person in 2022, but not just a better person per se, but in those critical areas of health and fitness, intellectual functioning and social connectedness that will make your life richer and increases the odds of it being longer and healthier. And that's my wish for you as I wish you very happy holiday season and happy new year and a wonderful 2022.